Well, good afternoon and welcome to the Gym Owners Fitness Business Podcast. Today I'm speaking to Ben Fletcher from Listen to Your Body. Ben is the owner and founder of Listen to Your Body. And today we're going to get stuck straight into our podcast. So first of all, Ben, Happy New Year. Thank you, Mel. Happy New Year to you too. And did you have a great Christmas break and New Year's break? Yeah, had a terrific break. Had uh, twelve days away in the mountains and uh, plenty of family time and uh, plenty of uh, plenty of walking mountains. And it was yeah, it was a terrific break. Well, that's that's good to hear. I've been working, but I'm hoping to get a break towards the end of January sometime. <laughs> but hey, I love to work throughout the Christmas break. It gives me an opportunity to really mix in with the members. So I've got some really cool questions for you today. First of all, you're the owner and founder of Listen to Your Body. My first question is, before we go any further, is where did this name come from? I actually get that asked a little bit. In my younger days, when I was well, I was trying to be a, a professional sports person, and uh, I was in a, I was in one of the one of the setups in a in a sport, and we had a team of fitness coaches, and they always used to say, and they used to hammer us, of course, and they used to always say, "Listen to your body, listen to your body." So, like, on and always stuck with me, like, and. This is the early 2000s, like 2002, and like even on the Friday night before the weekend, after we've had you know 30 hours of um of training, physical training, we'd always say, "Now, now, boys, listen to your body." On the weekend, it always stuck with me. Listen to your body, and that's like, wow, oh, listen to your body means two things. One's it, one it means to to put more work into your body when you haven't got enough work into it, or um, and the other thing it means is uh back off when you're doing too much. So I was like, oh, that's a good name for a business. And then 2004, um, when we incorporated um the the company from Ben Fletcher Personal Training, um, listen to your body was a name. So yeah, that's that's how it ended up. Oh, that's great to hear because I was wondering where on earth did that name came from because it's so unique and it's definitely one that you wouldn't um you wouldn't forget, that's for sure. So let's talk about what who is and what is listen to your body. Are you a gym? Are you a personal training studio? Are you a boutique model? So who are you and what do you do? Yeah, yeah, great question. Uh, we sit in between um, in, in between the three main offerings in the industry, obviously your group fitness, your personal training and your gym model. Um, we are a boutique studio with our main point of difference, individualisation. So when a member comes in for a session, we individualise their workout within a group. So we don't compete necessarily with your circuit style um businesses we have an individual approach for our members um yeah at all of our studios so that's what we basically took all the the best out of personal training what we used to do for like eight years uh, from 2001 to 2009 and put it into a group model so when you talk about you've put it into a group model if i was to come to you and say hey look ben uh thinking about opening up one in, in ballarat for example how many square meters would i need for your business model yeah, 140 to 200 is our usual square metre um, target. Our biggest is 277 usable and 125 is our smallest. And we average at 159 across the network. So um, anywhere in that 140 to 200 is our real sweet spot. So typically you could open up this business model within, say, a factory in a bunch of factories. That I, I would assume you can do that, yes? You, you can. We've, it's it's funny you say that. We've got none in industrial at all. Well, mainly shopping strips is our usual okay. target. 
Yeah, we've done some office conversions, but our new one we're launching into, we're pretty excited about it. Actually, we're launching into the Sydney market in eight weeks, and that's a conversion from a factory, which is our first ever, um, into a studio. So um, predominantly we're in shopping strips, not shopping centres, but mainly shopping strips. Okay, so when you talk about shopping strips, just so that we can get our audience to understand this, yeah. not in your yeah. typical shopping centre where you go to the Coles and Woolies and all of that, yeah. it's yeah. pretty much uh, a retail shop that's become vacant in a street and yeah. somebody's gone and opened up your business model inside the shop front. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay. spot on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's where most of them are. So, Ben, is Listen to Your Body something that, could be set up in a commercialised club. So let's say we've got an independent club, perhaps they're just focusing on being an established gym and they've got some group fitness happening but they don't have any small group training. Is Listen to Your Body Mm -hmm. something that a commercialised club could set up inside? Yeah, great question, Mel. We've been asked that a few times before, and we've been approached by a few to do that. Um, we've said no to this to this stage only because we feel it may and it can may it may work really well as well um, as more well, like a, obviously a satellite set up there, but um, it may lose a little bit of street presence for us, a bit of localized branding being in amongst that. And I guess our learnings come from listening. Your body was originally out of Ascovale Leisure Centre as a one-on-one PT yep. business, um, as you might know, Ascovale, which was Still solid now, I believe, but it was massive in the early 2000s. And we actually um, cut our teeth as, uh, in in the business um, that way. But I guess we're dilute, diluted in amongst a bigger brand. And, um, and look, to be honest, like you're dictated a little bit through a sublease um, in, in a big club. And as much as we'd love the big club to continue to go on strong, we're left a little bit vulnerable if that, you know, something happens to the big club. So, uh, and resale value for the studio um it doesn't happen too often a resale but if it does you still want that value in the business so that's not something we've entertained at this stage um seriously we've been approached by a few but if ever there's a situation where there was a operator in a territory and they had their own bricks and mortar their own head lease their own control and had an overflow and a good relationship with another independent gym or, or, or gym locally and they could have a second site i think you're less vulnerable you can maintain the value within that business so that might be one to cross down the track from a mod- model point of view um but 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 at this stage it's um yeah it's not not right right up on our priority list yeah, I have noticed uh, over the last six months that circuit-style workouts are becoming more and more popular with new consumers that are coming into clubs. So people who have never been members at clubs before are preferring to come in and do circuit-style workouts. And so we've found small group training, you know, anywhere from, you know, six to, to 20 people, 25 people in a circuit class is yeah. becoming extremely popular. So if somebody wanted to open up, let's say, a listen to your body, what sort of dollars and cents are we talking about? From the initial contact to you, what, what's it going to cost me to set up a studio? And then what sort of revenue am I going to see come back through the door after I've put that investment in there? Yeah, so the setup, what we're finding at the moment is around $150,000 to open the doors, including working capital. Uh, then there's equipment we usually do on a lease purchase with um, our, one of our suppliers, which is Life Fit, a bit of a plug for the guys, but Life Fitness and Matrix, are our predominant suppliers, that's usually part of the ongoing budget. And in regards to the performance, um, probably not unlike other brands, we've always got uh, multiple levels of performers, the high performers, the sold, and the ones that uh, need a little bit of work. But the high performers usually... We always target 400 plus um, thousand per year. 
um, and a fair few of those are in that um, in that area right now, which is great. And a couple of uh, are trending towards five hundred out of a one. One of them is one hundred and twenty nine, and one of them is one hundred and forty six square meter um, building. So profits very high with those up around the five hundred because there's only one staff member on a time, so our payroll's not really high. So. Uh, once we get past 100 members, it's, we usually make a dollar. <laughs> so 100 is our usual break even. Uh, and the high performers are, are, are close to the 300 a month. So, um, yeah, that's where the high performers sit, which we all obviously always always aim for. So in 2022, once the doors opened after all of those lockdowns that you and I know about in Victoria, what was it like for your um, your franchisees to get new members into the club? Really strong. I think our guys were amazing, which we're unbelievably proud of. Our guys were I'm definitely going to use I'm not going to use the word heroic. It's probably a, a little bit disrespectful, but our guys were very admirable the way they engaged with their clients, uh, members and staff through all the lockdowns when we didn't get a cent pretty much. Um so what what happened? It made it meant the slingshot was very strong for our guys. So uh engagement was in, incredibly high. So as soon as we're given the all clear. It was just bang, 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 and referrals as well because we're quite, um, quite loud. Um, we're quite loud in our communities, and even if people like we're, we're doing free home programs and there was Zoom, Zoom catch ups on top of the normal Zoom training, like we all did, of course. But uh, anything we could do to engage our clients so for when that time come, we're ready. So our engagement was really high. Our slingshot was better. We've actually had like. Was it now forty one percent growth since um yeah like forty one percent growth in twenty twenty two so the actual growth's been really strong. The only thing we noticed is the ones that were between zero months and two months before like or pretty much all the lockdowns really um only a small a few of those dropped off because they weren't quite bought into our culture and our community within those clubs. So they're the ones that dropped off. But fortunately, we got a lot coming back. And a lot really good new lead generation. So we're able to replace them. But that was probably the one negative. We lost a few of those that come in with the chest out, ready to go, and then we got locked down. Because they didn't get off the ground, they didn't fall in love with us in, yep. we'd love to say they could in three weeks, but they weren't in love with us. Whereas our long-termers, we know their they're, they're, they're kids' cousins' names. They're the ones who are like, oh, yep, um, James, I'm ready to go. And, yeah, so that, that was what we found behaviour-wise. Yeah, I mean, it was completely different for everybody, you know, opening those doors and getting the foot traffic back through. But Perseverance saw a lot of us come across and um, have some really great wins. So tell me, Ben, what's some of the content that's involved in your program? So I've signed up, I'm coming in to do my first session. What type of physical exercise am I going to be doing? Yeah, so taking it back a step, we've got one. Of, we've got a pretty cool programmer. Like a head program is actually a head program at an AFL club, um, and comes in on his day off. Actually, and we've got a few a team built around that as well. So how it works with inside the sessions is we have multiple zones. Which I won't bore you with the real long details because we want a <laughs> podcast that people want to listen to and not just sit there for an hour. But um, so we've got like strength zones, cardio zones, etc. So what we do, we assess like, okay, Mel's coming in. She's got a shoulder injury, whatever it might be. We'll ensure the exercises can um, can meet your needs, your goals. But the difference with, say, a, I guess a beginner to advance is we dial up and down the movement um, comparable to where that member's at. So, for example, if you book in on the app and you book in Monday on strength and you're, you're fit and active and you're all good to go with the, your black squats, your bent over row, shoulder press, whatever that first zone is, 
um, that, that's all good to go. But in that same session, if you've never trained before, we're not getting into a back squat. You're doing a body weight squat. Instead of a barbell bent over row, we're doing dumbbell. Um, shoulder press would stay away from, but we'd put in a short bike set or whatever that might be until we get you off the ground. So that's our trainer's job to engage with each person and say, this person's ready for this, uh, this movement, this weight. And then we advance from there. So then if you do your strength on Monday, you want to book in Tuesday, you don't, you don't do strength. That's not like a cookie cutter where everyone's doing, you know, upper body, lower body or strength, whatever. So you'll book in cardio core. Um, and then we'll, we will, um, design for you and say, okay, you're in the, um, uh, treadmill zone. You've got a running goal. So we'll subtract two of the core exercise. We'll dial up the reps on that 800 meter efforts, whatever that might be. So, and the trainers gets around to each person individually meets what we, what we need to do and it means that people can achieve achieve a workout and not walk away thinking i couldn't do that or this isn't hard enough because we can sort of meet those expectations that's well that's our goal anyway Mel. we always aim to do that across thousands of members <laughs> so your goal is very um it, 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 you've created a niche community where it's very uh specific and very personalized so yes. really what you're doing is you're allowing people to sign up to listen to your body and they're not just a number they can come in and they can yeah. go this is mel's program i, I want to run a marathon at the end of the year and these guys have written it specifically so that yeah. i'm going to be able to achieve that then you've got weight loss and then you've got strength. So it's good to know that each person that comes into the studio is really going to be looked after on a one-to-one basis yeah. as opposed to signing up to perhaps uh, group workouts where 30 or yeah. 40 people turn up and they're yeah. just moving around and all doing the same thing. What type of nutrition or do you offer your clients nutrition? Yes, another great question, Mel. And I'll be honest, we're just not that good at it. <laughs> people try and think they are, but there's some people, and they might be, but for us, we've, we've done multiple things. Yes, we've got um, dietitians that we've teamed up with, and it's more done at a local level. We've, we've worked with nutritionists at head office, done meal plans. But one thing I learned from a period of time ago in business is that we're unbelievably, well, I shouldn't say unbelievably good. It sounds a bit arrogant, but I feel we're very strong at getting someone who's a bit intimidated who hasn't been to the gym for years who's a little bit like oh what do i do how do i do it what are people going to think of me and worried about getting judged and keeping up we get that person we give them the confidence the skills get them the fitness level yeah. and get extremely good at getting that person to have fitness part of their lifestyle and the amount of people have said to us like thousands of said to us over years and um and 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 every every type of so taking the back step every type of operator's got their own niche market ours is that market that can get lost at times in a big gym or might go to a group fitness um set up with the, the 30 or 40 people and go oh my god that person's super fit I, i'm 25 yeah. kilo overweight i don't feel comfortable and um so we we want that person we, we're not afraid to say we want that inactive market um so what we've worked out is that now we're, we want to get unbelievable at what we're good at and not try and pretend we're we're, we're someone we're not um and, i love and, it i love it because yeah. you know what nutrition as much as we all know the rights and wrongs uh it's not one of the things that i want to focus on in my own yeah, health club i know that we're great at being inclusive we're great at group yeah. workouts and you know the latest trends and innovation but i prefer to delegate that to somebody who that's their niche and that's what they do oh. That's what they do really well. So oh. you know who's really, really good at it, if I have to say, is Jamie Hayes. So have okay. a look. Yeah, Jamie Hayes is incredible when it comes to weight loss and nutrition, and he's yeah. got a really good business model. So perhaps anybody that's listening yeah. here, that's yeah. sounding like Ben and I right now, <laughs> definitely go and speak to Jamie. So, Ben, yeah. you've got 17 studios. Is that correct? 
17 open, yep, and one one on the way. So tell yep. us um, where they are and what what uh, do you forecast for 2023, the Listen to Your Body? Yeah, so uh, Victoria, we've got 12, so that's um, that's obviously home base um, where we've got the, the, the biggest footprint. We've got three in Queensland. Um, there's a little bit of interest there at the moment as well. Uh, but at the moment, three in Queensland. We've uh, got one in South Australia and one in WA, which we've just sort of recently, fairly recently, uh, expanded to. Um, and then for 2023, it's quite interesting. With our growth goals, and it's probably a bit in reverse to, I guess, what what, what maybe the, the standard is, but we, we're sort of not out to try and open up 20 studios this year. We'd love to open up five and just get them unbelievably good. Um, so we're, we're, we're super focused on operations and support growth. So obviously a high pro- priority um, there. But if we could open up five really, really well this year, keep the existing franchisees performing well. We had a record um, Q2 um, and even month on month, each month with revenue at each studio and average unit performance and profit level. So that's our number one focus franchisee profitability. So if we could open up five in 2023, retain what we've got as we know business um should challenge at the best of time so we will retain what we've got plus five um this time next year we'll be we'll be very happy and assess our operational support for, for our next next um growth phase so that was what we'd love yeah so how difficult is it for a young a young person let's just say they've finished their uh personal training course they've been in the industry six to 12 months they want to open up their own studio how difficult is it for them to do that um so this the, the barrier entry it is pretty decent there's a couple of moving parts with that question so one is if they go it alone or go with a brand there's those two things to consider i mean people can do either it's each to their own what's going to work i think the advantage with a brand is they've they've you know not just speaking about listening to your body but there's many great brands out there but they've done it multiple times before and can save a hell of a lot of headaches even though it is still a headache to open a studio it's still hard i mean people it's not easy but we get there it's just hard i mean that that advantage is there for the operational side of things and all the steps and the council permit and the marketing plan target market systems processes that's already built in a franchise that's a massive positive if i was doing it as an independent um that that side of things you'd you'd really trying to work hard to get some consultants to help build that business model and not go it alone because you don't know what you don't know capital access is a little bit harder even though it's um it is um softening a little bit but i think what the challenge for that pt of six to 12 months is on capital access is that um is if they're not working full-time for someone which is highly likely the banks are a bit less favorable so capital access is a challenge um site selection uh it is there but you've got to do some work to it a permit even though it's difficult with nine out of ten they come through it's just a process so it's possible it's not unbelievably easy but just considering those things doing it with a brand capital access and then the nuts and bolts with the permits so very possible but it it, it isn't easy to be honest but it's certainly worth it uh, most people say the same when you get to that start line go well that was a big nine month project because that's what it usually takes all right, so Listen to Your Body is a great business model for anybody that is entering into the fitness industry, as you heard Ben say that. And you also said that the setup costs were roughly around 150 That's correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you work with supplies such as Life Fitness and Matrix? Yeah. 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 And, you've yeah. Got, and obviously if somebody is wanting or they uh, decide to open up one of uh, your business models, they've got great uh, resources and tools, 
Uh, you guys are full of knowledge and education and always on hands yep. to help them out. Uh, you need approximately 100 members to break even, that's correct? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And some of your bigger clubs are, are turning over around four hundred to 500000 at the moment? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Great, great. So everything's looking really positive. Somebody's looking at wanting to open up, um, you know, their own business. And I know a lot of people have been considering that after COVID, they want to create their own journey and be in charge of that. Obviously, listen to your body is a great business model to do. So now, Ben, you've got 17 clubs. You said you're looking at opening up another five in 2023. Perhaps one of our listeners will be one of those five people. You never, you never know. <laughs> So tell me, um, where's the best place for our listeners today to get in touch with you? Yeah, um, email me direct is absolutely fine at ben at listentoyourbody.com.au um, or you can go to the website at um, listentoyourbody.com.au. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, yeah, and we can take it from there. It absolutely sounds great. After having a chat with you today, I have to say you're very relaxed very very non-stressed so it sounds like the perfect business model to get involved with <laughs> you're just so very very chilled and very laid back ben fletcher thank you very much for joining me today on the gym owners fitness business podcast i do hope that uh, you get a few calls uh and i hope that you do get those five studios opened up in 2023 i love what you're all about you're all about being personalized you're a very niche market and that's what consumers are wanting they want that more one-on-one personalized approach uh today i'd like to thank our sponsors which are believe it or not life fitness and because uh, <laughs> obviously they're one of our great um admirers in that club we love their their equipment yeah. so thank you to life fitness and again thank you ben from listen to your body for joining me today no worries mel thank you very much for having me you're very very welcome